0: How's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host as always Dave. How's it going tonight Dave?
1: How is it going tonight Dave? A question that has plagued us for years. Nay, millennia. (laughs) At least two years. Does that answer (laughs) your question? (laughs) (laughs) Right, no, no, not really. I mean, we're right. we're alright. I have off tomorrow, I found out today. Huzzah! So, that's a boon. That's a life boon.
0: Yeah, I tend to not figure that stuff out until, like, my you're boss like, hey, see you Monday. Monday meetings. And you're like, it's not Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we have, like, Monday team meetings, so someone will, like, my boss will say it there. But although I was notified, like, on the list of holidays that I think was sent out on, like, January, I didn't pay any attention to that. I just wait yeah, for the Monday. Nobody does. Uh, so, yeah, that's freaking nice, yeah. Getting the day off. Do you have any plans for um, the day off?
1: Bro, you know I don't.
0: <laughs> You're g- gonna go out, party, go to beaches, have have a corona open party.
1: Yeah, because COVID's a lie and the earth is flat. Gonna yeah. go have myself a grand time. Not towards the outskirts, because I'll die and fall yeah. off. Yeah, there was a
0: for PA there was a um I think today they had yeah. they, they re-enabled the
1: mandatory face mask. Um, so I'm actually mandate. gonna go for a walk tomorrow and then point at people and be like arrest this man. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just have like 911 on speed dial they're just like waiting
1: there holding the phone up. Snap. <laughs> Let's
0: just start taking pictures of people running at them holding the phone up. Remember when uh, that
1: used to be harassment and now it's evidence.
0: Right. Oh man. Yeah, don't do that. Um I was also thinking about like how you turned around the how are you doing question. And I wonder if one day we have, we find the answer to that and we just retired the question. Like it's been two years at this point.
1: Oh, you mean like my mental state progression?
0: Yeah. Just like the the opener question. How's it going today? Tonight, Dave? Like what if there is a true answer to that?
1: I I feel like it's subjective and dynamic, which is why part of the reason why we do it. That's probably true. Also, if you didn't do it, people would be like, "Oh, it's just the solo episode with Jake." <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you—that it's your cue to start talking. So yeah. Just, <laughs> <never stop. laughs> Get through an hour, and you're just like, any minute now. <laughs> I'm just motioning on the camera. Count me in. <laughs> oh man. And a one, and a two, and a Dave's doing fine. I guess.
0: <laughs> oh man. So, full disclosure, I had an anecdote. Or something I was going to talk about. Um, and specifically didn't talk about it in the pregame. And I've since forgotten what that was. So <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> Thank you for this moment of non-content. Thank, thanks for mentioning it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to send you this video. I forgot what it was. Okay. <laughs> thanks yeah. for thinking of me. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Well, you know, it's good. To, good to be in thoughts. It's the thought that counts, people say. I
1: prefer to be in people's prayers. Because I know mm-hmm. they're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. S- s- quick sidebar before we get to our topic at hand, mm-hmm. which we won't mention what it is yet because we hope right. you title descriptions. Um, Who knows what game it is? <laughs> do you get offended when people say, I'm praying for you? I understand I get offended. You to, like an intonation where it can come, as- come off as condescending? No. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, no. Nah. Nah. I mean, I don't think... If anything, I'm probably more accepting of someone saying, like, I'm praying for you. Now, yeah, the intonation matters, because if it's like, hey, I uh, haven't taken out the garbage yet, but I'm going to do that this afternoon. And they respond with, I'm praying for you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is a bless your soul type moment, right? (laughs) Or like, sweet summer child, something like that. Um, But, I mean, if it's someone who's actually religious, and that's their... Their view, their actual belief. Um, I mean, awesome it means they actually care about me and they're incorporating me in that.
1: I mean, I don't disagree with anything that you said. I feel like it would just be more proactive and beneficial if my, my go to thought is, hey, instead of thinking about me, text me, call me. Oh, <laughs> Grubhub me something like right. <laughs> have some type of physical interaction where I can be like, oh, cool so-and-so does actually care about me and thinks about me from time to time. Right. Instead of the nebulous, like they, they talk to somebody else about me. Yeah.
0: I think that's fair. And I mean, if they like grub me a pizza or something that would answer my personal prayers. So it kind of just works out in the end. That's a twofer.
1: I mean, I do know somebody on Dota who has drunkenly promised me a pizza, but I need to message him on steam and say, so how about pizza? I think that's the, that's the exact key phrase. All right. He's but got a Theoretically, give him your address, and you would have that pizza.
0: <laughs> I got to remember that as a trick. Just send me your address, and I'll send you a pizza. <laughs> it's a one step process to just getting people's personal information.
1: I'll trade you pizza for your social. I mean, what are you, what are you doing (laughs) later? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Not like social media, social security. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, part of obviously moving away from certain beliefs and things like that uh, has mellowed me out a little bit toward that. And now I, I don't think it would matter what religion someone has. If they were like, Hey, I'm praying for you. And it seemed sincere. I'd be like, cool. Cause I mean, maybe they have a completely different thing I disagree with, but in, if in their mind space, they yeah. care about me and they're showing that some way. Awesome. I mean, that's greater, better than my just general sense of apathy for everything. So,
1: <laughs> you know, hard to, hard to judge. <laughs> and I will never think of you again. Good day, sir. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> How did you get in here? <laughs> Don't at me.
0: Right. Um, yeah. Oh, man. There's a whole generation of people who don't know what don't at me means. It's crazy. I'm in that generation. Can you explain what this means? Um,
1: uh, Yeah. So, I mean, the fact you don't know that is kind of, I I guess to me, it is kind of disappointing. <laughs> Don't at me about your disappointment, Dave. <laughs>
0: Wait, that was Speaking a segue. Of- oh, right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I shot the segue. It's like Dave's hopped on the segue and he's like, gestured, like, "Hey, get on the segway <laughs> I raised the rifle and took out the tire. I'll next time I'll do
1: a visual cue on the camera side of things to <laughs> be like, "It's the segway <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right off a cliff. Um, disappointing games.
1: Yeah. Uh, failures or things that just didn't pan out. Mm -hmm. Definitely definitely had a lot of hype for stuff as a a youth or as an adult of, hey, this thing's going to come out and be awesome. And -hmm. sometimes it's not awesome. And sometimes it doesn't come out.
0: Yeah, that's just life.
1: Not coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Coming out of my cage. Uh,
0: Yeah, so... Uh so thank you for preparing the initial list here. I, I threw in uh, some other things but um this is one I didn't know if I could like brainstorm. Name something disappointing. Go. It's like it doesn't really work, right? Um I just visualize myself. And it's not it's not helping. <laughs> I was about um, to
1: panic be like sex with me? I don't know. Uh, uh. <laughs> um
0: But yeah, uh we've got like several games on this and i I think your criteria is pretty good um i
1: i have a criteria reminded me
0: (laughs) well your criteria was like things that are uh maybe shouldn't have come out or where it had major flaws things like that there's some some things i added on here that i think there's a little bit of discussion a little bit of wiggle room on some of those but because i can have a disappointment in a game and have it still be good in some ways
1: yeah it's certain things are very i I would actually argue all of it is subjective uh certain things i feel are more agreed upon as a community Mm -hmm. so we'll probably touch on some of those first and then get into like well this was good but here's why i hate it (laughs) yeah
0: no that's fair i guess if you want to if we want to kick it off we have our shared shared list here and you actually added this one, which was interesting because I don't think we've ever talked about it, but Silent Hills PT. Yeah. Why did you add it to the list? I guess. Why, what was your disappointment point for this?
1: So I've always appreciated from a distance because I've never played any of the games the Silent mm-hmm. Hills universe mm-hmm. and just good horror theming in general. It's scary if you get
0: up close. It's better from a distance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, there's a ways to like enter like B-rated horror, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows like it's kind of just hokey. Yeah. Um, but I'm generally a little scaredy baby. But there yeah. are ways to go about it where it's genuine suspense and fear. Like yeah. going back to a fairly dated game now, Amnesia. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that experience and it was well crafted. But at the same time, I refuse to go back and play because I'm spooked, right? <laughs> so silent hills pt was this great little thing that i saw enough footage of where it is essentially just you going down this repeating square hallway yep just um, like two or
0: three right turns
1: yeah like these small events occurring throughout and there was a bit of a plot and puzzle with it but it was a fairly brief game but it had so much fucking atmosphere and was loved by everybody who was in the Silent Hill community. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, this shit's going to be bananas. I can't yeah. wait for it to come out. Because Silent Hills I think was being done with Kojima, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Guillermo del Toro.
0: Yep. The Toro. Of Toro, I guess.
1: But thankfully, we would see him later in Death Stranding anyway. Um- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I actually played this. I um, did. I so, did. I will spoiler say, this is something that did get pulled. So mm-hmm. the fact that yeah. you were able to play it
0: means I got open. it. <laughs> I got mine. Screw you guys. Yeah, no. There was literally a. This is an aside, but some PlayStations were being sold that had the PT downloaded. um Like before it was taken off the store. And they were literally just being marked up. Uh, that's weird. I don't fully get that. But I guess collectors got money. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, it was uh, so engaging and weird and very like slow paced. Like you kind of just walk through. Graphically, it was amazing. It looked really freaking good. In some ways, I think, um, what was it? Uh, Resident Evil 5. Uh, not 5. Uh, what am I thinking of? six no seven seven seven's the one (laughs) it had like some of the same graphical fidelity that this had but this had all the atmosphere and it looked awesome and i've never played a silent hills full disclosure as well though i've read the wiki a lot (laughs)
1: all right so we're talking about all these good things about it why is it on the disappointing list though yeah because it never came out
0: kojima got pulled
1: yeah um so as we know uh konami is a shitty company for more reasons, I will explain later.
0: Factual statement, yeah.
1: <laughs> but they were parting ways with Kojima, uh, so they kind of just canceled this project, um, which made everyone really disappointed because yeah. Kojima, obviously known for the Metal Gear series uh, and his involvement in that, and yeah, like they just kind of yeeted the whole thing. Yeah, so it's something that should have come out and would have been a great game I'm sure because mm-hmm. PT was just the playable trailer getting people yeah. hyped for what would eventually I guess be a game but yeah. it, it didn't get it didn't go through steam green light um, and it got canned so that's why it's a fucking disappointment
0: they made just walking through a looping hallway sequence super engaging and like very little content it's a travesty This never got released or m- developed, one should say. Presumably, they didn't have a whole lot of work into the game, but they made the teaser first. I almost wonder if like maybe there's news about this or something, because I don't look things up. I just hypothesize. So if the teaser was to help sell it to uh, Konami, actually, like, look at all the interest in this teaser. And Konami's just like, nah, nah. I don't know.
1: So let's stay on that front a little bit, right? So, Konami says, "Hey, Kojima, fuck you yep. for your good game. Such, um, we're gonna make our own Metal Gear instance." Yeah,
0: I was thinking of this.
1: <laughs> now, what was yeah. the name of this piece of shit again? It was Metal Survive. Gear Survive. Survive. Yeah. Which was using some similar assets from Metal Gear Five. Mm-hmm. but it didn't keep anything else and it was like a weird zombie fighting game Yeah, but it was shit in so many ways and it was i'm gonna use the term a lot tonight very far from the source ip yeah it wasn't about metal gear it was just mm-hmm. uh metal gear universe uh here's the thing kind of like a spin. <laughs> I didn't buy this one. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> I did.
0: I don't know one actually reviewers got review copies. <laughs> that was it. I don't know. There's so much wrong with it. You could look up anything, but
1: yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. generally regarded as piece of shit,
0: right? We should do an episode on five at some point. Admittedly, Ooh. it's a very long game. <laughs> well, well, uh, we'll yeah you know what I mean up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey it could also be on the disappointments list
1: <laughs> Metal Gear 5 <laughs> Metal Gear I was That's actually going to say so off that front like we know that Kojima parted ways with Konami because mm. they're garbage and he went on to create his own company so there was initially hope that there would be a Silent Hills actual game um, but I'm sure there was some licensing and rights issues there oh yeah Yeah, so you he's never like, get to I'm just going to make my own thing And it's going to be the best. It's going to be its own type of game. Strand Gaming. Yeah, exactly. The genre. (laughs) Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. Editor, please put music here. Yeah. Which I guess is me this week. The the Um, zipping segue.
0: So you actually played Death Death Stranding. I didn't, but I know there's a lot of... uh, I don't know if controversy is the right word, but diametrically opposed opinions about
1: it. So as you can see, uh, my shields here for my cool headphones is actually the Kojima Studios logo, Mm -hmm. because I was hyped that he was going to be doing his own thing, and I was looking forward to seeing what that was. So I did want to pick up Death Stranding when it came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seemed like it was going to be a cool thing, very Kojima-esque. And it has a lot of cool ideas. Mm -hmm. If you like to game from a pacing perspective, there's definitely some benefit to it. As an overall game, though, it has some flaws. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: uh, People had a lot of buggy issues with it. I didn't really run into any personally, but I saw footage and it yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah. Also, um, it's kind of a very slow game because you are essentially a glorified Amazon delivery person on foot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other big thing being... Double check notes. Um it was kind yeah, of I, up its own ass, story wise. <laughs> um as we know, like Kojima's stories have typically been yeah, very, very out there. You've played Metal Gear. Yes. But there is uh-huh. a certain novelty and fun aspect to it, right? Mm-hmm. But this seemed to be like taking itself too seriously and try hardy. Yeah. It just felt a little off. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had some intentions to to play it, but I was waiting. It was in the waiting for review space. Obviously, you've been a big fan of the MGS series, mm-hmm. um, like way longer than I have, as I could not rightly be quality, like actually classified as a fan. Given I've only short- played
1: two of the games,
0: but <laughs> right, <continue. laughs> right. but you've checked out the wiki, and that's what's important. <laughs> but, um, uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I was interested in it, but none of the trailers. A recurring theme, I think, some of these games are going to show is like the trailers generate a lot of hype, and then the game releases, and people can't reconcile the hype with what came out. Um, and these the trailers for Death Stranding were like. I don't think anyone knew what any of it Nobody meant. Nobody fucking <laughs> knew. <laughs> Which might have maybe helped him a little here, actually. Because when the game came out, it could have been anything. And he'd be like, yeah, I can kind of see how the trailer... <laughs> so the theories it.
1: were made from some later trailers. Because like you see Norman Reedus running around on foot, dodging some raider people, carrying packages. But mm-hmm. that's kind of all you knew. Yeah. And it's not I- like the gameplay itself is bad, by any means. I think it's interesting again it goes back to like it's slow and it's paced yeah and it's nice to like appreciate the environment kind of build out faster routes Mm -hmm. the multiplayer aspect where if you link up a certain area you get access to other people's bridges and ladders and ropes and you can leave nice messages and that shit's all really cool Mm -hmm. but where it gets faulty is you keep doing the same thing Mm -hmm. ad infinitum Uh, It becomes very grindy and uninteresting. And the kind of out there try-hard story is not enough to keep me engaged. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like I'm trudging through. And that's kind of why I fell off.
0: But do you think this would be a good game if you like Euro Truck Simulator? Is the question, I guess. If you play a game where only delivering packages is already your norm.
1: (laughs) I could very much see liking that because it's much more... Many more facets on yeah. that than just the truck.
2: Yeah.
0: This is the kind of game that maybe maybe someday I'd come back and play, but just the length of time necessary invested in it makes it hard to justify for me when there's already like a lot of other good games out there. But
1: so you can I don't complete know, maybe... in half the time or a yes. fourth of the time.
0: Video games are too long, as the wise man once said. <laughs> Or Dave, you know, you know. How does <laughs> <Not just> quoting? Oh <laughs> man, um, yeah, that's a. Uh, well, we'll we'll see for that one. I actually, I'm yeah. curious not to not to branch off too much, but I'm curious where Kojima goes from here. Because I think Death Stranding was still enough of a success, even with some of the controversy, that they're not like publish game go under, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, there's gonna be more.
1: I hope that's not the case. Um. But at the same time, I I feel like they got enough flack where people are like, this isn't what we really want. So I hopefully want it game, goes in a <laughs> different direction.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of a sucker for gameplay. You know? I say that, but like, I like walking simulators to be over here and my games to be over here. And sometimes gameplay gets in the way of my story and sometimes story gets in the way of my gameplay. But I don't like hours of overland travel anymore sorry uh oblivion i guess
1: (laughs) yeah there's there's a way to do it
0: um so my next one i didn't write any notes for dave did though uh so on my list i have um fallout 76 and dave just wrote a smiley face uh which is i assume this is passive aggressive like what are you getting into here, right? Like,
1: <laughs> how deep are you going to go? This can't be its own episode.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, like you can't say it without someone going, "Oh yeah, I heard about that." Yeah, it's what's it's now infamous for how many fucking issues it's had and how little it... content it's had. I know they've released stuff since, so I can't speak mm-hmm. to that. But yeah. what have been your thoughts? Because you actually got this when it came out.
0: Yeah, pretty much launch. I played through the end for a week. Actually, put a week of playtime into it um fun my mi- minor story we actually had um have someone at work no know- won't name any names won't name the guilty they love this game Uh, and i i don't know i haven't interviewed them to find out what's going on there but yeah <laughs> that
1: shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but um you don't know the person uh but uh smiley face basically sums it up i think um the game I understand. Came from a place that a lot of people want, which is, I want one of these Bethesda open world games in a cooperative setting. Um, people have been trying to mod co-op into Bethesda games since Oblivion, maybe even more. When, but I know Oblivion, um, and it really hasn't worked because it's a single player engine. <laughs> Now, Bethesda went and tried to do it. And it really didn't work because it was a single player engine. (laughs) And I don't know. It's, It's an issue of design, I think, at its core. Where they tried to build it up to make a lot of money. They stripped out the core things people cared about. Like storytelling, NPCs. Uh, they magnified all of the bugs that uh, were included. I think Joseph Anderson made an hour-long video that was just showcasing different bugs he encountered
1: in his review
0: for this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is um, It is impressive. Just just put Fallout 76 on YouTube. You'll see what comes up. Um, but there is an egregious amount of things. And Bethesda's mm-hmm. already been... They have a history of being, oh, well, it's a little bit buggy. Right. But like they've not fixed that problem out of any of their games, mm. like it's always like an accepted fact. Yeah, this, an
0: unofficial patch has been released for yeah. every single-player Bethesda game since Oblivion. Maybe more would.
1: What's crazy though is like when a lot of these things happen for these major publishers, um, it's like a week before some random person on the internet's like hey, I created a, a patch for this to make the game yeah. suck less dick. And you're mm-hmm. like, wow, that was one person. Okay. Yep. I guess Bethesda doesn't have the resources to do that, or <laughs> they don't care. In
0: this particular case, because Fallout 76 is isn't always online service, they screwed themselves even more there because you can't mod an MMO technically. Like it's technically MMO-like. Mm-hmm. Um, so they couldn't rely on the community to fix those problems for them. And I think at some point someone actually did. This was early on release. They did uncap like the frame rate, and they found out that it just speeds up everything that happens in the game. Like it gives you speed hacks if you uncap cap the frame rate. <laughs> and so <laughs> Bethesda had to step in and be like, okay, you know, we got to stop this. People can't uncap the frame rate somehow because it's just auto speed hacks. I don't know. the The biggest issue I can I can stand bugs personally, but. I can't stand people ruining an IP that I love by undermining the storytelling and the gameplay and playing this game just makes me want to play other fallout games. That's, that's the problem.
1: Let me go back and say the good one. Yeah. yeah,
0: It's not a good sign. And that's, that will cut it off here for the rest of it. You can follow my blog spot uh, where every month I released another against, tirade against Tyrade, Tyrade against Fallout 76.
1: Would you say that's your your biggest disappointment on your list?
0: Fallout 76. Personally, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. But like I I almost got in a car accident because of Fallout. Like I was so excited when I got Fallout 3 that I uh, started to run a red light, stopped, and then backed back up into my spot. And everyone was cautiously just watching me. <laughs> Very embarrassing moment. And obviously the fault of the game. But I love the series. And uh, I have this massive poster over here just to my right on the wall. And then they had to go in. They, they had to do it to me. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's emotional for me.
1: the game or the situation
0: uh situation i guess the game the problem is this is the most frustrating thing certain things shine through like there's some cool ideas here there was some mobile building there was working together with your friends there was accomplishing shared goals and then everything else was screwed up and undermined all of it you could get disconnected and lose all of your public building accomplishments. It's like the rant goes on. I have to stop. It's it's not good. And the introduction of more things you could buy with real money was not good. And the season pass idea was not good. And it's like everything the EA has recently been dropping to make their games better. But that's just like these are great ideas. Let's pick these up. Let's throw these on the pack. You know? Um, you,
1: gonna, you gonna leave those microtransactions there? Uh, <laughs> hey guys look microtransactions. We got them for free. <laughs> you, you can pay money for them.
0: <laughs> I I this should be the voice of Bethesda. I, I think you should you should do oh, that. It's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's stolen from like a Gus Johnson bit. Um, oh my like, oh yeah
0: that's right. I yeah. immediately think that yeah.
1: But it is the go-to, like, dumb business person who's just like, Oh, what's that over there? Is that, uh, is that a... It's just...
0: <laughs> That's great, though, actually. So, anyways, let's uh, let's get Gus Johnson to make trailers for Bethesda games. Yeah, it's let me us message again. him.
1: i sure he's not busy and knows who the fuck we are. Um, yeah. We're pretty popular. We have
0: listeners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On that note... Um, Plural, even... <laughs> So a lot of these things on our list are sequels or something that kind of was supposed to carry on the legacy of Mm -hmm. a given IP and then shit the bed. Yeah. I mean, I was going to save that one for later. Um, (laughs) My quick easy go to of like, hey, what's something that you spent money on that you're sad about? Mighty Mm -hmm. number nine. Yeah was supposed to be the spiritual successor to the Mega Man series. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to backdate things a little bit. Mega Man was a series platformer, very tight controls, cool robots, cool music. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody fucking knows Wily's theme for Mega Man 2. It gets played at every fucking convention I go to. And that's not a bad (laughs) thing. It's a banger. Yeah. So people really love, like, legacy Mega Man. And Mega Mm -hmm. Man X series built on that pretty well. To a point after mm-hmm. X4, things kind of got a little bit weird. X6 was kind of just a garbage. X7's like, hey, how what if it wasn't 2D? <laughs> X8, I think I'm told from my friend Chad, who actually picked it up, I went kind of back to more classic Mega Man, but still kind of a different feel. Was they this all the way of... up
0: to 18, or did they jump to X past a point? All right, but so he's like.
1: like Original Mega Man X2. Sorry, not. It sorry, like oh, okay. not Mega Man, Mega Man 2. It wasn't like they went exactly okay. in order. They didn't go to 9. Upgrade. No, no, no. Gotcha.
0: Um, I was like, are there more Mega Man games than Final Fantasy? No,
1: like, <laughs> it's less than that. But yeah, they kind of diverged away from the good normal stuff. Mm-hmm. You can make your arguments for Mega Man X Command Mission, whatever. I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, some might. But yeah, they tried some things. Respect for that. But they kind of just stopped with the Mega Man IP. But mm-hmm. the original guy, don't remember his name, um, mm-hmm. who man started off with Mega Man. He's like, hey, uh, gonna crowdfund make my own game. Yeah. Everyone's like, Oh my god, yes, it's gonna be Mega Man again. Back like we remember nostalgia, the old days. Yeah. But then when it came out it wasn't that much like Mega Man as people had hoped. It had a mm. lot of weird, dumpy mechanics, and it was a huge disappointment for everybody. And I'm one of those people who did pre-order it, tried it for two hours and ten minutes, and then couldn't refund it on Steam.
0: Was this a was this a Kickstarter backer or something like that? I think
1: it might have been a Kickstarter.
0: Yeah, I I, I vaguely remember it being like a Kickstarter. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was just I, supposed to be so much more than it was. I think actually saw complications or not. It was just not not yeah. good. I think
0: actually we might have. Did this have co op? Because we might have loaded it up at one point to I like don't try it th- out. Think so. Maybe I just saw a video of it. It's I can't remember. It might have the thing that the thing that jumped out to me is how floaty it looked compared to like how crisp and snappy the controls were in previous mega man games and i'm not a good mega man player dave carried me through the series for our uh, our like retro mega episode yeah um but it looked e- egregiously bad like the one thing you have to get is controls in a platformer it's all about ends. tight
1: controls keep it yeah. right keep it tight
0: mm-hmm. that's what they say
1: that's the whole thing um, you want to have more challenging jumping movement, make more interesting levels. But if it's hard for the controller, as in the person who's controlling the character, to move mm. around and interact with things, that's on you, the developer <laughs> the publisher. You <laughs> fucked that shit up. Yeah. Um, so it was just really not true to old Mega Man at all.
0: So I guess this is a question that might come up for several of these, but how much of your disappointment for... Uh, Mighty Number 9, was because it was supposed to be the return to Mega Man roots, as opposed to just objectively where the game was. Like, if this would have just been Mega Man previous entry plus one, and you were just like, "Ah," you you just expected it to be another kind of line in these mediocre games or whatever, as opposed to the return to goodness. How do you think that would have impacted? Definitely
1: amplified by that, which is why I gave the history of where Capcom kind of went with Mega Man as a series Mm -hmm. versus I want to say Shigeru Miyamoto, but I know that's the final fantasy guy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like when you have the person who was originally involved in the project, like, Oh, they, they know what it was. It's like why you still have like some of the same guys working on Doom. You're like, oh, they understand what the IP is meant to be. Right. Mm-hmm. They understand what the players who like that game like, what they want to have, why they're playing the game. Right. So it seemed like it was going to be a return to form and then wasn't. I wonder like
0: uh, how much do you think that we as gamers overvalue like the importance of one person's input or their name. Cause I, I see this a lot, like, Hey, we're going to be doing a remaster. We pulled in the guy. This is the hero that brought you the game from the nineties. Like, I feel like we, my opinion is maybe we do. Cause there's so many more voices that go into game creation now.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's uh, definitely an internal bias. Because, like, if I say to you right now, Tim Schaefer, you go, yeah, oh, yeah, I like his yeah. stuff. I like his game. <laughs> and, like, historically, I've liked a lot of... I'm sorry, Schaefer. <laughs> I only like... I was only here for Monkey Island. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's had a lot of good games. He has a lot of good games. There's too. some ones I haven't checked out or haven't been super fond of, whatever. Yeah. But... Whenever I hear that he has like a thing he's working on, I'm like, oh, cool. Because I feel he has enough of a voice and direction to control where things go. Gotcha. And then again, referring to the Doom team, I feel mm-hmm. that he knows to make consistently what his audience is looking for. Right. So like with Psychonauts or any of his other games, he has a sense of style and humor that's kind mm-hmm. of carried across his games right so if he's making another entry in something like oh it's probably going to have some of those same characteristics that i love
0: gotcha no that's fair yeah i think behind the scenes they're probably more like his him and his team is like pulled into it they can they can control the vortex they can harness it and make the end product what you want um there's definitely i've seen more of a move to have specifically names attached to things even like games as a service we have jeff kaplan for overwatch we had Ben brode for hearthstone we had like we have ice frog for dota we put a lot of weight into those names um i'm 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 interested maybe we'll have a follow maybe we can figure up a follow-up episode for like figures in the gaming industry and what that means
1: i mean it's a degree of celebrity right yeah we know the name we hear the name for a lot of things. We know they're associated with something. So we do kind of put them on a pedestal and continue to expect good things from them. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they can't keep doing awesome things, but they are also are people.
0: Yeah. It goes back to the personification kind of thing. Um, well, well, you're personifying a person, but yeah, <laughs> you know, make it personal. What do,
1: what do you think people are? <laughs> <laughs> fucking lizard men
0: being personified um i have one on here well i have more than one but next one i would want to talk about is uh, no man's sky which had to be on this list right can i add my smiley face note yeah i'm not actually going to go too too much off no man's sky because i think we've touched on properties of it already um but it was massively hyped and i think it was hyped for a triple a game like an exceptional triple a game um when in reality it was being developed by like a relatively small indie ish company that just had a lot of money but they were still indie um obviously sean murray didn't help that situation because he kept promising features that never made it into the game yeah uh or at least for the launch um but that was, that was that was mostly it. If this would have come out and nobody knew what it was, it would have been a decent indie title with some cool ideas. And given everything that was added in, it would have been amazing at current day. As it is now, at current day, they have a lot of the features they mentioned in the early hype. Um, so it's, I think, a good game. I still don't really find it super playable for personal reasons. But... Um, it has to be on the list yeah you just you can't you can't lie about what your game is going to be and expect everything to be okay
1: it was a huge overpromise underdeliver, under deliver and if i'm yep. correct uh, a lot of gaming services were refunding purchases
0: yes mm-hmm. yeah there was there's a lot of controversies about this one they literally had um in the eu they were put it throwing stickers over the multiplayer like game contains multiplayer content warning on the back of the box. They put stickers over them um, because the game didn't have multiplayer at launch. (laughs) So I think that this'll, this'll go down in the history books is like how you do not handle the game launch.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's something that is still consistently an issue in the industry of, Hey, let's have a crunch to like, make sure this thing gets out. we got to get it out. Yep. And then certain things will be missing from it, whether it's, Mm -hmm. hey, the graphics are toned down from a given trailer, or it's just not what it was meant to be because the the love was not put into it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't want to jinx the app. I don't want to jinx this release by mentioning CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077. But one of the uh, things I'm hoping is positive about that release is they basically are controlling their own release timescale they don't have a publisher breathing down their throat their throat their neck
1: (laughs) now if a publisher's breathing down your throat that's more extreme than the average even i'm glad you caught me mid-yawn because i was about to jump on that
0: shit (laughs) um but i know uh, sega sony gave a lot of money to hello games for no man's sky and they really didn't want it to be pushed back forever Whereas if you're really big, people think your game's going to be great and you have all the publishing power. You can kind of, you can push it back and Cyberpunk has been pushed back twice. Yeah. So far. Hopefully that's it.
1: <laughs> they did that with Animal Crossing as well.
0: Cyberpunk pushback Animal Crossing. Oof. More clout well, than I thought.
1: There's a, there a post saying like, hey, Animal Crossing is going to be delayed. Our team is working really hard on it, but we also want to give them time to live their lives and not have them be stressed out. We want to have like yeah. a good product everybody loves. Mm-hmm. they're all like all right cool that's wholesome
0: yeah yeah i if anything i wish more parts of the gaming industry could allow could set their time scale and their expectations to reduce some of the crunch which is obviously one of the worst things about being a game developer probably the worst thing i yeah. would assume because everything bleeds out of that
1: yeah who's not subject to crunch toby fox
0: (laughs) yep the next game on the series is toby fox (laughs) Uh, that's true he just hides and i don't know foxhole Uh, he crosses a stream maybe so we lose his track
1: (laughs) i'll see him in a year and a half
0: yeah is there actually a release date release date for um no no. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. I wasn't sure if we had anything. The one right
1: thing there. just came out of like a random tweet, and then he fucked off again. So we're all like, oh, <laughs> see oh, you, guy. Oh, wait. Yeah. Um. So something we have to talk about. Another disappointment. Mm-hmm. Big hype. Big dick hype. Starcraft yeah. Ghost. Yeah. I remember this being described as the Halo killer. Now, for anybody who <laughs> yeah. doesn't know. Halo uh-huh. was one of the biggest fucking games of all time. Uh, as fu- like at release, it was the only thing like it at the time. It had mm-hmm. multiplayer. It was. It took the world by storm. It had the music. Mm-hmm. You know what the fuck Halo is. I shouldn't be describing this, right? Yeah. So to even have the accolade of this game's gonna be bigger than Halo, uh-huh. it is definitely somebody at IGN. That
0: we were so guilty of that in the 2000s, right? Remember, like the WoW killer, the Halo killer. We had all this.
1: Yeah, it's like this would be the next big thing.
0: A lot of obsession with death, really. (laughs) So much.
1: Kill it! Kill it!
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way we can succeed. Kill it.
1: (laughs) But this is, I mean, obviously Starcraft is a huge fucking IP. Um, Yeah, it's pretty big. So they wanted to have an FPS spinoff. And Halo was the big thing at the time. They're like, oh well, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. But also around the time, uh, a lot of stealth games were big. Like, I think Sly Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. that and Metal Gear Solid. Maybe <laughs> Sly Cooper. It was i was be a know. bit older, but uh, I'm
0: just naming stealth games. Amnesia, obviously.
1: <laughs> but it was supposed to be Giganto, mm-hmm. um, but it it really suffered from a lack of direction and you can see little footage of like here's what it they had in game at the time yeah it was bad it was real bad yeah it was a a shoot for the moon maybe it'll hit the stars um but the rocket was faulty and russian and that's (laughs) like hey
0: they made it to space before we did i'm just saying they did hit the stars (laughs) on the way back so (laughs) there was no recovery but no just kidding yeah, respect to the cosmonauts. We're friends of the show. That's probably a proper noun. There's probably another like podcast called The Cosmonauts. Don't add us. <laughs> got
1: him. <laughs> now he's got it. Yeah, yeah I.
0: I mean, based off of how crappy it was, though, what you saw would. Do you think this should have been released at some point? Because. From the little I've seen, I'm almost kind of thinking Blizzard made the right call by never delivering on this.
1: So yeah, that's definitely true. Um, do you remember Food Wars? John Tron did a video on it several years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was an example of something (laughs) that was riddled with ads and whatever, but they kind of like pieced it together because it had a lot Mm -hmm. of issues in production, whatever the fuck. But they eventually released it. And There was no reason to, outside of like recouping the money invested. I guess.
0: Yeah, throw some some dirt into the hole to try to fill it up. At this yeah. point, we're not building anything. We're just <laughs> recovering.
1: So yeah, I think it is good to know when to quit. Mm-hmm. But I remember being a kid. My grandparents were like, hey, like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, this. This is the only <laughs> you can skip for three years. But this is something I'm really looking forward to
0: in retrospect a bad call as you got no christmas presents for three years <laughs> and i still haven't <laughs> just really this, this really bet everything
1: minute. on black on that one yeah or in this case th- just one number like 76
0: yeah oof yeah don't not meant on to be a
1: <laughs> but i guess it was
0: it's not not a great number anymore as all stories, though, you know, there's, there's a little silver lining. I guess not. All, that's not true. Not all stories. Nova did get missions in StarCraft 2 eventually. But it wasn't a first-person shooter and it wasn't any of this and it was a completely separate thing. So,
1: Yeah, it's still yeah. nice that they carried over that character.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a Widowmaker skin for Nova, so, you know, it works in the end. She ended up in a first-person shooter.
1: Nova skin for Widowmaker?
0: Yeah. Makes her look like Nova yeah that's all that's all just
2: (laughs) oh man
1: all right so what what else is on here
0: uh i'm gonna shotgun one or two maybe here um because again uh some concepts we've already covered spore was a disappointment uh when it came out um people thought it was just going to be the life simulator. There's been all of these simulators: Sim Ant, Sim Farm. There was actually also Sim Life, but it was I specifically think for
1: is what Comprises our sidewalks and a lot of buildings. But <laughs> <Right.
0: yeah. laughs> um, I was going to try to make like a, a Simp joke, <laughs> but I can't think. I can't think Yeah, Sim Sim. But Spore was supposed to be this macro. Go from like cellular life up to tribal, up to space, like full RTS uh, sold with nigh infinite scope. And um, it was disappointing when it released just because it was overhyped. And those phases of development existed. But each time you went up a phase, you lost a lot of complexity. And so it was a great snake like game when you were playing as like a micro microbial creature. Um, and it was an okay villager type game, but then it was like a bad RTS and it was a bad space game. So you kind of just, it fell apart. And it was disappointing.
1: Yeah. seems to fall under the category of over promise under deliver. So yep. Kind of like losing some of that scope. That's
0: exactly what it was. Um, without spoilers. I'm also going to shotgun mass effect three. Um, and this was actually different. This was having a game with an ending that was so disappointing that it undermined the entire franchise. This was a trilogy of long Bioware games. Um, that hurts.
1: That's unfortunate. I can't say it's yeah. for Mass <laughs> Effect, but I do know uh, your decisions through games do carry over.
0: Yeah, and that was what they undermined, really, in the end. They were like, hey regardless of all these choices you made um it basically boiled down to pick one of three buttons and literally pick one of three buttons (laughs) like just walk up and hit a button and uh that's not a way to end a game when you've made all of these choices um leading up to it you shouldn't be able to quick load and then change the the entire outcome of the galaxy There's also a huge controversy because the endings had the same animation with a different color overlay. One of them was red, one was blue, and one was green. Uh, So, yeah, don't do that. Though, if you did go in, if you do come back and you play the game, they fixed it. Um, They went back and they actually released a patch to uh, update a lot of the ending in some ways. Uh, Fixed it in quotes. Um, they're more satisfying endings. They have something closer to the Fallout end currents. Hmm. Better than different colors. <laughs> I choose the red ending <laughs> for my three hundred, four hundred hour experience
1: conclusion. I can probably what make you, you some of those in MS paint if you get bored.
0: You literally could just the just a little Photoshop overlay. You're basically good After Effects, I guess, since it's video. Uh. Is there anything you wanted to hit on? Anything Anything? these traumatic experiences is dredged up in your mind?
1: I mean, a notable thing on the list, and again, this is just through watching it on YouTube, Sonic 06 is another classic example of this is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, it Again, just watch the Game Grumps playthrough. They have... Mm-hmm. I think they got to like a hundred-ish probably more than 100 episodes, usually Mm -hmm. like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, But just one, I've never been a huge fan of Sonic. I've always liked the music. Whoa. It seemed like a cool idea. I I just Mm. don't, the gameplay is not as much for me. Sonic Adventure Battle 2, which we did have an episode on. um, I always have nostalgia tied to, and I enjoy playing it. I was also
0: carried through that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't make you suffer through that. Um. (laughs) but like it's not a super interesting IP overall yeah but even like if you do like that universe they're not really consistent with it they just put things Mm -hmm. in and the bugs were so egregious one of the main things being like the silver fight where you fight another hedgehog of a different color wow Um, (laughs) and it would stun you if you attacked it from the front while you had to attack it while it was mid animation for something else that's the only way you could damage it and it would stun you for 5 seconds Uh and then if you're still within that range it would stun you again there was no buffer time you could instantly be locked out and just die yeah and that's just one (laughs) issue um and the other thing is the controls so many things are good yeah Gameplay should always be, hey, this shit's tight. The second mm-hmm. thing, if you're building off of an existing IP, make it true to the IP. If you're not sure what that is, fucking ask your audience. They'll have some input. Yeah, Because they Which want are they more kind of... good games in that space. Yeah.
0: That's fair. Sonic has been a hit or miss and mostly miss franchise for a long time. I do like Sonic. Um, is early. I think we talked about it in our retro, but
1: you know, I like, like sonic pc King, sonic
0: 3. i also kind of like sonic r it's not a great game i had fun with it as a kid though
1: sonic r is fucking comical it's fun
0: it's fun that was good enough
1: for me um, but yeah it's not great <laughs> there's a lot that's bad uh i'm gonna make a sound for you and you tell me if it sounds familiar from sonic are you ready
0: no oh. <clears throat> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 no that's fair <laughs> Running
1: full sprint barely clips wall with uh with elbow Full, it's time full to stop. Stuff. It's time, time to, to stop. stop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's funny is you mentioned, like, you go to the community. That's what they did with Sonic Mania. They're just like, hey, make a Sonic game for us, more or less. And then people are like, this is great. Do this more. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's the thing. People like really like Sonic Mania. They also liked the uh, Sonic Generations.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: But it just.
0: They can do right. It's not. It's it not can. entirely sunk. You can save the Sonic series somehow, some way. All right, I'm out of. I'm out of words to say. <laughs>
1: I mean, I didn't hate Sonic Heroes when it came out. I could probably not go back and play it. Yeah. Um,
0: it's not nearly as good as Sonic Gyros. Gyros? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't gyros. Through- maybe i sonic haven't had a gyro
1: in a bit and i haven't been to a sonic in a bit
0: yeah the last thing i got at sonic was like a 2000 calorie milkshake Ooh. and then i died this is a version <laughs> two of me
1: <laughs> i just uh, want tots and an icy yeah
0: no that's fair
1: yeah.
0: we're getting to time th- we're, we're getting to icy season i haven't had an icy in like forever though it's basically just it's sugar ice right like that's that's pretty much what it is with coloring.
1: I mean, an icy is like the same as a slushy, except yeah. I think Sonic's ices were more ice shards than slushies were much more fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm not up on the uh, the slushy culture. I guess I'm not familiar.
1: Have you ever been in a Kmart? Have you ever seen a very <laughs> yeah. cool polar bear with the options yeah. of cherry, cola, or blue? <laughs>
0: <laughs> blue, it's. I think it's supposed to be blueberry or something, right?
1: I think it's blue raspberry.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not blueberry. But that
1: was how I fucked over my teeth at an early age, I was getting uh, blue blue raspberry slushies from there or Wawa. Yeah. Uh part of the
0: problem is you like you drink all the syrup because right? I have had this product in some variety or another, even if it wasn't icy brand, um, and then you're just left with like. I was going to say vanilla ice, but it's not vanilla. Vanilla is a flavor. Uh, Plain ice left in the cup. Just like, all right, well.
1: That's why you got to keep mixing it. Cup ice.
0: Yeah.
1: I actually have a cement mixer, but I just have like 20 ounces worth of slushy in there.
0: That's a lot of slushy. (laughs) That's that's heavy. You would need a cement mixer, I think, at that point. That quantity. That would be hilarious at like a summer party or something. Back when parties exist and summer exists, Um, just literally have a cement mixer (laughs) for a slushy. Just like dip the cup in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's
0: actually hilarious. I wonder. You couldn't make it sanitary, unfortunately. Oh no, probably not. Yeah,
1: it's not like it was for Kraft macaroni and cheese, but I still love those commercials.
0: I'm wondering if you could rubberize the the inside. Just like turn the cement mixer, rubberize the inside. That might work. So anyways, follow back for (laughs) (laughs) the results of this as we get cement poisoning.
1: (laughs) What are our overall thoughts for disappointing games? Should games not be disappointing? What are your thoughts? (laughs) I think, I think everything in some
0: moderation, (laughs) a little bit of disappointment to make the rest of the games good. Look good. Um, yeah i don't know in some ways that's kind of i say that as a joke but it's also sort of true i think um i mean obviously you shouldn't aim to be the disappointing game you shouldn't aim to be the example but sometimes the industry needs the example uh everything else on my list was spoilers um dragon Age 2 star wars galaxies and star wars battlefront 2 and that was the takeaway from all of those like learn something from why your game failed your game failed and either follow up with a better game or let the industry watch your failure with their notebooks and their spectacles and be like, that's bad. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's some good that can come out of it. People should learn regardless. But obviously, you don't want the remake of your childhood to be the mistake. <laughs> right? Like,
1: yeah. But the industry really likes to capitalize on exploiting nostalgia mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's not done justice and it's just uh you've now lost money yeah
0: although this is these last two years especially this year i guess has been the year of of remasters right
1: yeah. to
0: success and failure
1: um, again like from what I've heard silent hill's been doing a good job Sorry, Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. Zombie, zombie games been doing good. Zombie games. We're we're back to zombie games.
0: Um, I oh I had a joke I was gonna make one you to on Survive Metal Gear Survive, and that was they put the steam the steam tag Horseman of the Apocalypse in the title of the game. That's how screwed it was. They literally put survival <laughs> in the, the title. <laughs> um, huh. Cause they were what early access survival crafting and can't remember what the fourth horseman was, but those are the four horsemen
1: of steam tags. Family friendly. <laughs> anti. Yeah, that was it. That was it.
0: Um, I did a search for four horsemen team tags and apparently it's like a WWE thing. Not going for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Try to try to make your game's good. Consult our list. I think we're experts at this point. And be like I really had some ideas and it was going to take our game in a direction that Dave said mighty number no. 9 went.
1: Stop. Just get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Also if you had any disappointments in your life pertaining to gaming or mainly a specific game or gaming company hit us up text me yeah my number yeah, is
0: exactly. yeah. <laughs> 111 one, one. <laughs> one uh 1 <laughs> uh, as a, as a quick aside i was trying to search up the horseman steam tags thing to to actually close the loop on that finding nemo disney pixar game tagged action adventure psychological horror and nudity <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> all
1: right as always uh you can dm us uh feet picks at soapstone at gmail.com don't do that or you can just i see him first anime feet <laughs> in general at facebook.com slash soapstone podcast
0: Mm-hmm. I prefer D and D feats, actually, to any actual appendage discussion. <laughs> it's a Christian server. 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 Uh, Until next time. No, oh, as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.
2: You, looking at the screen, let me ask you a question. Do you like awesome things that are awesome? Then you gotta play this game, dude. It's friggin' cool and crazy addictive, like popping bubble wrap addictive. Check this out. See, that's your dash move. There's a short dash, a long dash, jump dash, spiral, slide. There's probably a dash that makes you breakfast. I don't know. Great idea. Wait, what? Point is, you're dashing around like a friggin' moon man, and I love it. Oh, and look at this. There's all these combo moves you can do, then you can do combos on combos to rack up your score. And I know you like that combo on combo action. But I saved the best for last, absorption boost. You kill an enemy and you can absorb their power-ups, stuff that'll make you faster and stronger and make the bad guys cry like an anime fan on prom night. So what do you think? You ready to play? I'm ready. No one's talking to you, Vernon! Mighty number nine.